Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio, episode 67. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the rebel guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training. Accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. Order now and we'll include a free guide listing three techniques you can start doing right away to hone your psychic mind. In this episode, Eric explores the mysterious planes of light a metaphysical place that some people stumble upon deep within their meditations. Gain a clearer understanding of what makes up the planes of light, their role in the grand scheme of the universe, and how to access them for yourself. Enjoy. God, where do we begin? I guess we're going to do a class today on the planes of light. And uh, I always have a knee-jerk reaction when, when the discussion of planes of light come up because, you know, it's a lot more complicated than, than it seems. And so we'll, we'll have to break it all down and, and cover it because it's, it's pretty critical. It's very important and it is a very big deal for anybody who is pursuing um, expanding their consciousness, if you will. Uh, before I do that, as you guys know, I've been handed these cue cards here, so we need to kind of get this over with so I don't forget. Uh, foundation meditation, that is the base meditation of all meditations from, from us. That is like the must-have. It's like, I don't even know how to begin. It's like trying, it's, 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 it's like if there were food, it's like rice or, or pasta or it's that, that bulk that almost is, is necessary, even though it's a carb. Uh, but it is so important to have the base model and understanding the architecture of how to meditate, at least the way we do, because it's kind of unique in its own way. But it's very important that you have that. So, you know, no matter out of all the material you have, the number one best one in, in truth is the foundation, the very beginning. Okay. Having said that, I just want to make it, you know, clear that I intend to do a new foundation. This thing is already, how old is it? Probably made out in 2003. You know, we had a tape recorder on the table with a little mic. I mean, it's the real deal. I, I assure you on that much. You know, there's no uh, scripted, uh, no uh, studio room, you know, no monotone. Rehear- it's 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 100% straight up legit. But it could be done a lot better. So, uh, you know, I want you to know that uh, probably next year sometime, maybe come summer, I will do uh, a new one and revise it, but 
I never have because I thought as low quality as it is and maybe not as good sound wise or how we laid it out, the information is just absolutely awesome. And that's why I've never really felt a need to change it again, even though we should update it. So that would be uh, coming out. So anyway, I remember when we, we, we were charging for, when did we charge from foundation back in the day? It was like 300 bucks or 200 bucks or something, 179. Anyway, so our normal price right now is $129. We're letting you go through this program, through through Rebel Guru Radio, uh, $47. So that's excellent. I'm not going to do my normal, uh, oh, my God, that's such a great price, because it is. Uh, so if you want it, call in. Absolutely mandatory you have it. It's it's really good stuff, okay? RebelGuruRadio.com forward slash episode 67. Good number. Uh Eric Pepin Live, $20 off your first month, $99 per month thereafter. RebelGuruRadio.com forward slash episode 67. So I don't even know if we should call it Eric Pepin Live anymore because I've taken Eric Pepin Live and it's I've kind of uh, uh, have put it to rest. Like that series is over with now. And we've transitioned to this kind of other process and it's a little complicated, so let me just come clean. In order to do any of the future Eric Pepin Live, if we'll call it that, um, you need to have access to uh, Spotify. And if you have Spotify, what you're going to do, it's very easy if you don't have it. It's easy to figure out whatever. There are specials where you can get it for, for free or you can get it with commercials. I don't recommend it because if you're going to do what we want, but it's like, I don't know, like $9.99 a month or something like that. So you can decide whether you want it or not. But if you don't have that, then you, you shouldn't really do the new EJP Live because it is largely going to be, probably at least for 12 months, music-based. And what's happened is, is that... I'm limited at my creativity because I can only use certain pieces of music. It's, it's, you know, I have to pay for that music if I use it, and it's usually not as good. We're not super wealthy here uh, uh, compared to mainstream music. What we've done is I go on, I'll take the time to build a whole track, put it in order. You go online, and all you have to do is hit play once you're set up. And it'll play all the tracks exactly the way that I want. The difference is, is that when you're live, your other window, live with me doing the class, you click it. I'm going to be talking kind of just like how I am now. But we're all going to synchronize and say, click now. When we And we've done this. It works amazing. Uh, now we can have the music I truly, truly have wanted for over a decade. And you are, in a sense, creating the third you have me going live. You have the music created. You're combining them. It's kind of like cooking. You get to cook a meal. <laughs> it's like one of these meal kits. And you, by combining the two, if you hit record, you have now blended the two exactly the way I want. I want my voice over on the music going through the sessions. Okay? So in essence, you're combining those two. You record it. You save it. It's yours now to, to use copyrights. Mine, of course. But in either case, it's yours to reuse anytime you want or separate the two and use them independently. Pretty awesome. So that's what we're doing. That's the direction we're going. And I can tell you, I will rock your world. Okay? Oh, I feel so... 
I feel like like I've been a, a stallion locked up in a corral in the middle of, of whatever state, Wyoming, and somebody just opened up that gate, and I'm like free to, to just run and do what I want to do. So I'm really, really excited. The interesting thing is, is with the, the I call it EJP Live, but uh, Eric Pepin Live, um, is that uh, uh, this particular class, I'm thinking about putting together a session to music, Dreamscape on steroids, uh, little dash of CIU upgrades, which is our big ticket kind of thing, um, combined into, into the next session I'm going to do. So I, I don't even know where to begin. The other stuff I want to do is uh, I want to do mind expansion stuff, energy kind of healing stuff, working with the, the sound and music that I like to work with. And I think people are just going to be blown away. So if you're not in the program, plus it's $20 off, which is a great price, which makes it $20 off is just going to bring it down to 70 bucks for their initial, right? 70, 89 or 79 okay? And then $20 thereafter, just so we're clear, okay? Worth every penny. I guarantee it. There's no contracts, no nothing. You don't want it. You cancel it. There's going to be no fees for canceling. I just don't believe in that kind of crap, okay? Straight up. If my staff ever gave you a hassle on something, shoot me in through Facebook a message. I'll take care of it. But I've never heard of it being a problem, and I don't think it ever will be. Okay, so you can also go on rebelgururadio.com forward slash episode 67, and there should be something in there for, for people to sign up. Is that, is that what you guys have? Okay. Last but not least, until November 14th, Cuban Buman is 50% off. That's insane. It's a lot. I've had mixed emotions about it, but I'm committed. Uh, you know, I've got downtime. It's it's kind of a quiet period. I'm like, you know what? Let's try to do, you know, some imbuements. Uh, we agreed to do a certain amount. I've kind of had time to move through them. So I'm like, all right, give me just a few more. We'll see what I say. You know, I'm tapping out. Uh, but in either case, I don't I don't think I've ever offered uh, a sale price on doing an imbuement. And I certainly uh, have never would have dropped it to 50%. But, <laughs> but there it is. If you want it done, get it done. Now's the time I can work on the cube you have already, even though it's a bit harder. Or I can work on a new cube if you decide to do it. That same discount would apply to the imbuement and imbuement only, which I think is probably one of the most important things. Um, if you don't know anything about imbuement or the cubes and stuff, just call the staff, ask about it, or go on our forum site, you know, uh, Facebook forum for the group. And I'm sure there's a zillion people in there who can tell you about it. But if you want to call 1-800-935-4007, again, that's 800-935-4007. You can talk to any of the staff about it or help at higherbalance.com. So um, there you have it. They can fill you in on any of that, but it's a good deal. You can just call and ask what, what the pricing is or what it would cost to do certain things. Um, one thing I am asking for is I want a short bio from people when they have me work on the imbuement or the cubes from here on out, you know, kind of learning as we go. Uh, I find that I connect a little bit better. There's certain things that come up when I'm, when I'm working on them that I felt like if I had a little bit more information on the person, it would be very helpful. The people that have done that recently, it's made a huge difference on on how I kind of work with that and then kind of work, you know, imbue into it. So uh, keep that in mind. That's just a slight change. But if you send it in, that's something we can do. We can tailor, make it a little bit more ideal for your needs. Wow, that was long-winded. How long did I rattle on that one? All right.
Excellent. So if you want more details on any of that, there's some links in the comments. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. And always feel free to reach out to the staff here because everyone really wants to help you and uh, make your life better, you know, spiritually and not. So today we're actually talking about the Plains of Light. It's uh, titled Entering the Source. I guess my first question is, why do you have sort of a knee-jerk reaction in the first place about talking about um, if I'm going to be honest, I, I, I think it's something that everybody wants to experience. I think it's a thing that the vast majority of people will never experience. And, the, and I'm being honest, okay, because it is, in a sense, I wouldn't say it's the ultimate thing that you want to achieve. It's just extremely difficult. And when you've got sloppy meditators and people cutting the rules and doing workarounds or changing the system up to what they think is going to work better, that's why what, what the problem is. If you follow exactly what I tell you to do, if you follow what's in the foundation, you will have experiences from the planes of light. I know that as a fact after doing this for three decades, basically. Uh, but most people can get a spiritual experience, a spiritual frequency, a spiritual high, but to, to break into the planes of light, you've really got to up your game and you got to ask yourself how serious are you to commit to that. So if someone wanted to actually take your advice to take the teachings, and let's even just talk about, like you said, the foundation meditation, and they really wanted to take that seriously, are you just saying that they basically follow everything that's in that module, or what, what might that look yeah, like exactly? Just do the meditation. You don't need to do it. You don't need to buy anything else I offer. That's the truth. Okay. If you have the foundation, if you follow the foundation, you will dial in. Everything else is like a booster pack. Everything's just more questions, more answers, more technique to refine stuff. But at the end of the day, the best of the best is to follow the foundation system. And that is what brings in the energy to make everything possible. It's what disciplines your mind to allow yourself to enter in that place. Okay. Excellent that that's being included in the sale here. Yeah. No, well, convenient. You guys put it together. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so um, just to kind of go off on a side thing for a moment, this is very interrelated and we'll jump more into the planes of light. So you've said before maybe that a lot of students cut corners when it comes down to their foundation meditation. Sure. Would you maybe give us a little bit of information like wh what that Well, they start wanting to meditate with all the chakras at one time, mm -hmm. you know. They they want to, you know, uh, not, you know, sit and do their meditation in a chair and a half lotus. They want to lay down. They, you know, just constantly want to change the formula. And it just makes the hair on the back of my neck go up. I very politely suggest that I don't recommend that. I What I'm always shocked about is do you not think that I've thought about those things? Do you not think I've considered those things? Do you not think that, that I've even attempted and worked on them and, and seen what the yield was from each process to say what, what is the best system? Foundation is the best system. I don't care what anybody says, okay? So when people want to start altering it, that's that's your business. All I can say is I've been doing this for a long time, okay? It's down to a science. Yeah, and us as staff, we've spoken with other students who come from other um, teachings, learned other kinds of meditations, yep. and 
as far as I've seen and anyone I've talked to, this one stands out beyond anything well, else. Well, I've always heard that for, for decades now from everything from Kriya Yoga to you name it. Now, I don't want to say, you know, nana nana nunu, this meditation is better than that meditation. Let me, let me kind of redefine that. The vast majority of meditations are for relaxation, de-stressing, disconnection, maybe increasing your energy depending on, on how it's set up, maybe dialing in more. But there's nothing out there that is doing all of those things equally as well, if not greater, okay, in dialing your conscious into to expansion and to, to kind of get you to this next level and to give you the knowledge on, on when phenomena happens, how to kind of unlock it to whatever doorways beyond that. Most people meditate. I've had people who've done Kriya Yoga 30 years and never had one single experience. And I'll be like, well, why? Yeah, well, I always wanted one. I just assumed that it would never happen. I'm like, okay. And they're like, can you show me? What? I'll show them the foundation. Literally, it's a true story. Uh, literally next day, the guy's crying and telling me how he had his first spiritual experience and how, how he didn't realize how deeply gratifying it was to confirm his years and pursuit of spirituality wasn't a figment of his imagination, a false dream. And it was confirmation for him because it was so intense and so real that it changed really the direction and passion of his spirituality. And but but you're talking about someone who for 30 years, so you give him the fact he tweaks it out. He's got incredible discipline. Do you understand? Like, in, I mean, this guy was meditating twice a day, probably an hour a day. So for him to just take the system and do he did it exactly the way I said exactly. OK. So that's the difference. And that's that's where he had his results. So, yeah. And I could give you dozens of stories like that, not hundreds if I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think people. One, I call them knowledge whores. You know who you are. And you're they're so used to, and I don't blame them, they're so used to searching mm -hmm. that when you do find someone something that just you know this is it, okay, you're almost broken. You're broken because it's like a habit, like you've you've got to fiddle with this thing and that. And, oh, there's something bigger and better there. Or, oh, oh, look at that, and you know, skip, 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 run the other way, okay? I see that all the time also. I get it. So this is where I say, if you want to do that, please go do those. Go do them. Leave HBI alone. But if you're going to do HBI and you want results like lots of people have had, okay, follow what, give it a fair shake. Listen, you don't have to like me. You don't, you don't have to agree with my personality. You don't have to, to you know, whatever you want. Just, just try the process. Try it and do it fairly and do it correctly. That's all I ask. And I'm confident you will get incredible results from it. I know that from decades of, of teaching. Yeah, it seems most people who come to HBI, it's like they've been searching for something. They have this sort of spiritual longing yeah. that they're trying to fill. And I know myself, for example, like I was more new age and stuff like that when I found HBI. I was kind of half in, half out for a while. Yeah. The thing is, at least in my experience and from what, I, what I've heard speaking to other students, is it's like that... I was never really filled. I was never really filled by any of the other material I could find anywhere else. And it was just good enough. I was settling for good enough. And suddenly I decided, you know what, I'm going to give HBI a shot. I'm just going to go all HBI for a while and see how it goes. And me, just like everyone else who I've talked to in HBI, who's students, who are the staff, they've been transformed by it. 
Well, and I, you know, yes, I, I love all the, 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 the positive feedback and all of that. And it's all true. It's, it's true. Um, but, um, you know, my, my thoughts on it all is this, I mean, there's no doubt that I am the black sheep of the spiritual world. I do not fit the category of a typical guru or spiritual teacher or, you know, a swami or any of that. And, and I'm, I'm happy that I don't. And, you know, what you're going to get from me is potty mouth direct to the point cut all the BS out and real results and fast results. And I think results speak volumes. And I've been a believer in results my whole life. That's why we, we push everything in HBI to be result, uh, result uh, oriented. But it's, it's, I'm definitely the black sheep out there. I definitely do not fit the mold. I am, I'm not some thin little guy, you know, eating vegetables. I am not a sweet toned person or anything. You, you, you want something I'm like the angry, <laughs> I'm the angry, like, like, not that I would know anything about it, but fitness coach. It's like, come on, you can do it, you know, and I'm just like, you know, but I'm also super technical and everything else, but I, I know I'm not like everybody else, but if you, if you want to try some hot sauce on, on your food, th this is it. This is the place to go for your spirituality. Just shake that hot sauce. Just try it. That's all I'm saying. So uh, I guess where's the connection between someone who's meditating every single day, twice a day, and they're really committing to the meditations, mm -hmm. and how, like, what is what exactly is happening to them, and how might they get to the plane of light if they're doing that consistently? I think people start off, I think there's a pattern. You start off very earnest and very dedicated. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is when you start off, you're green. You're, you're not really 100% about what you're doing. You're just following direction and refining yourself, and your mind is trying to be more disciplined. When you finally get to that level where you really got it down, you you've know your information, whatever, what has happened by that time is you've broken into a level of reputation, rep, repetition. And with that repetition, you've now have gotten the process to be fully automated. You sit in a certain way, you posture yourself, you clear your mind, you do all these things. The problem is, is that there's another part of you that's the critical part now that has, has, has gotten so used to the mundane routine that it's extracted itself. So it's like you're doing all this stuff, but it's an empty mechanism that's not very dialed in with your consciousness your awareness yes but not your consciousness and that's the double-edged sword so the, the the trick is how do we find that same passion you really originally had along with the knowledge and skill level and discipline that you've attained that's the key that's that's the driving point so when people meditate a long time sure they're getting relaxation sure they're maybe getting their energy in order but if you're going to push that threshold to go beyond you really have to have your A game on. Which you said is found through uh, your original motivation to start your spiritual journey? I think when people start their original journey, or at least with HBI, that they're they're excited, they're having experience at a certain level, but eventually it starts to to soften out and even out. Mm -hmm. And that's that transition. You're starting to you know it's good for you, you keep doing it, but there's a certain passion for any spiritual school that kind of diminishes a little bit. Not so much in HBI because it's it's very experiential, but the experiences can get further and further apart because you've you have a certain level of expectation, and that expectation is your enemy when you're trying to move past reality. 
It's what anchors you here. And that's what we'll, we're going to talk about in Plans of Light, why it's a challenge, what's really going on. Somebody here asked a question and it really stood out to me. And I was like, okay. Uh, it, you know, they were saying that, uh, let's see, is there a question? So this person asks uh, Leonardo, is there a correlation between the planes of light and the flashes of light we get when we're meditating or trying to sleep? I can't say about the sleep, okay, but I can tell you the flashes that you're having during your meditations are cracks of the planes of light, okay? That is you that close, okay? And the reason why you're getting fluttering of light is because your mind is not ready to bridge it. Okay, but you're pushing that threshold. But then it must come down to um, discipline in order to expand that and technically slow down that flash of light until it becomes a constant. Amazing. Amazing. Yes, amazing. Now you just got to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what are the plans of light? Okay, I did a quick Google search because I was curious to see if things have changed since since I've talked about it. And it doesn't mean that there's not good information on there, but I'm always a little bit critical. But uh, I just found a bunch of junk on there. That's really what I found. Nobody knew what they're talking about. And once again, you know, YouTube is compiled with junk. Okay, junk data. And it's like some of these people create data because they're creatives, they call it now. And they're creating a YouTube channel and they get money for that. The problem is, is that they're constantly having to create material almost two to three times a week. And it's, an, it's an, a big job, okay? The problem with that is you, you give your best stuff and then all of a sudden you find you got to create more stuff to keep the train going. And now you're just creating junk. So I think in part that's why there's so much junk on the internet. Two is uh, I think a lot of new agers, and I'm talking smack, yes I am, are um, – I just think they're too foo-foo. I don't think intellectually they understand and they just keep making it simpler and simpler and dumber and dumber to the point where it just doesn't work. And that's why people are sitting there saying, I don't understand. I'm not having these results. I'm not having these experiences. Everybody's saying they're having experience because they're full of shit. And that's really the truth of it. And that's my, my position. So I wasn't very happy. So let's talk about the planes of light and let's get the facts straight. Uh, as I said before, it's technical, okay? And in the past, I've tried to come at it with more simpler explanations that people can relate to. I think I'm, I'm done with that. I think I just need to say what I really want to say. And I think I've said it in so many words in the past. If we, and this is the simplest way of coming at it. If we live in a simulated reality, which I think we do, just I don't think it's like some old computer somewhere, okay? It's complicated. Then there evidently is something that has to exist beyond our reality. If we are a computer simulated, very complex program, okay, there is a source that's emanating it, which always, you know, the parallels between spirituality over thousands of years and the words used is very interesting when you think about the modern understanding of technology and how we try to understand simulated reality. It's very interesting how I always find these words kind of having similar things. The, the source, we say in spirituality, the source. You get what I'm saying? So there, there is a source projecting our reality, per se. It's allowing us to function. It's allowing to do what we do. What is beyond our reality, this, this, this place that, that is operating or downstreaming data to create all this, and we're upstreaming our experiences and what's going on, okay? 
that place is the plane of lights. Okay? That is where it exists from. The thing is, we as human beings, and this is one of the things that anchors us to, to have difficulties moving into the planes of light. We want to walk. We want to touch. We want to uh, or orientate in a three-dimensional, physical, organic way. When people see those flashes of light, there is something that instantly happens in the core of you that wants to relate to it in a mortal way in a way that relates to it through a perception or understanding or a relationship through your five senses, touch, smell, hearing. And it will not register on any of those things. It might as well just be a frequency of, of energy that's not detectable yet by our technology, okay? So the moment, and it happens before you even think about it, and this is this internal dialogue that you have to get in, into in control. This is the, the big trifecta of awakening, okay, it is that when you have any phenomena, what keeps you out of the planes of light is that you consciously want to approach it through a uh, format that relates to you through a biological uh, interpretation. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's, it's like saying you're going to walk across the ocean. It ain't going to happen. Do you understand? You're not necessarily designed to go across an ocean, maybe a small river, maybe swim out a certain distance, but technically not, you're not designed for it. But if you had the right gear and the right setup for that, then yes, you could, or you were a different species per se. So when you leave your organic body, AKA death, one of two things happen. If you're a red cell, you're, you're, that's it. You're out of the club. You're, you're going to hell. Uh, no, uh, I don't believe in hell. Um, but your consciousness merges with the Gaia mind, if you will, Akashic records, the, the consciousness of the universe. That's how it garners information, in my opinion, how it grows, how it learns. Same way cells in your body die after it gives you data to what you just experienced. You get more complex. So a white cell maintains their energy. They create a, a structured vessel or containment for consciousness and forms of energy that move beyond the organic body. But the moment that that transition happens, you are surrendering everything organic. This is kind of like a death or a struggle or an identity thing you go through. And this is stuff that's kind of covered in Tibetan teachings and stuff like that. And as you progress through that, the detachment is largely your organic self and everything that defines who you think you are, how you operate, how you think. So you got to remember, on one level, it's terrifying. For people who are prepared for it, these kind of conversations, this kind of teaching, they kind of have this, ah, I think I understand what's going on, and the adaptability to that transition is better. Okay, it doesn't mean it can't be a problem. Depends if you got love emotions or fear involved or tragedy. It gets complicated, okay? But for the most part, for the sake of this conversation, your consciousness is moving out of this organic reality and it's moving into the planes of light, okay? And that planes of light is suited for what you have become beyond organic cellular structure. It's designed to work with energy, with, with your frequency, with your consciousness. It's, it's like that's what it's designed for, okay? 
that is the plans of life. That's what's going. You can call it the, the great hub, if you will, the the grand central station, if you will, for beyond dimensions. It's just bigger than all of this, bigger than our reality, and that's the simplest way of trying to explain what that is. So when you are meditating, when you are are trying to to reach these higher states, you're essentially working on detachment of your relationship with yourself organically. It's not like you're going to let yourself die. It's just to say that you have to allow your body to automate, breathe, do whatever it's going to do for the amount of time that you're going to step into something bigger. The problem is, is this is the battle. This is the battle with that idea. I'm going to die. I can't just leave my body. Or blah, blah. This is where trust, this is where, where, and it's deep discipline because it's not just your, your frontal thinking. It's that deeper subconscious uh, survivalist in you that feels threatened and that's what anchors you and that's what it does across the board for almost everybody which is which should be you know otherwise the human race would not be preserved okay so what you're doing is you're shutting down a lot of the the anchors the hooks that are in your your vibrational state that anchor you here life sex money food pleasure luxury you know comfort okay when you've kind of removed yourself truly, layer after layer deep in you, okay, and there's nothing else left there, that's when you start to have these of these lights. That and you, the irony is, is most people will get those in the first week or two to several weeks of doing the technique I teach. Do you realize that's unheard of? Okay, that's you know how good that system is. Sorry, I had to. Uh, but what you're doing is, is that you're you're getting excited. When you see these lights, even though you think you're not, the, the second you have a thought about it, even what I call a ghost thought, meaning it's kind of like an inquisitive thinking, but without words, but it's, it's something like almost close to words that just shuts it all down. Look, if, if you were the designer of this reality, the number one thing to ensure that this program runs its full course is that there's no escapees. Do you understand? If we escape from this reality, then what's the purpose of, of this person or thing designing it all? Okay, so so you have to understand you're attempting to escape from reality through this means. Does that make sense? And it is hard to do, but it's not impossible. Okay, so when you're having those flashes, if you can maintain, if you can hold your shit together, okay. And remain absolutely calm. That means no emotion, no no thought, no 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 nothing. Okay, and not try to define what the experiences are going to be, or what they should be, or whether you're pleased with it or unpleased, or whether you think that you did well enough or not. You're thinking in microseconds, and it can feel all of it. Okay, you have to be so skilled that you've removed all of those things, because any one of those things. Is a is a, a detector to shut it down. You do not gain entry. Okay. So by day in and day out with your exercises, wanting for nothing, that's the, the biggest key. Want for nothing, then you can't attach anything psychologically from your psyche. You found a root. That root is I'm not gonna want for nothing. You're gonna do like the guy who meditated for 30 years and had no experiences. That's what I'm asking you to do. But do it with my system. Do it with, with how we're, we're teaching this, okay? That 
is going to, to get to insane results, okay, as it did for that person once he tried it the first day. So, questions? Yeah, I'm a little bit speechless. So, our, I guess human thinking would be like, okay, we're going to get to the planes of light and then we're going to do something there. We yep. just want to be there, right? Yep. How do you do something there? What does that mean through an organic sense? You don't have any other way of perceiving at this moment. Mm -hmm. So you you do it unconsciously. You don't you don't think when you want something from the table, you do it now. You don't think about it. You drive a car, you don't think about it, you do it. Okay, it's all muscle memory, slight level of consciousness, but not a lot. That amount is enough to shut you out. This is why it takes great discipline to learn to control that over time of repetition of doing your exercises. And someone who makes it to that place, mm -hmm. how might that change them? Well, you can you can have blips and never go back there for years. Okay, in some cases, decades. Okay, Ye other people rarely, rarely. I want people to understand. Somebody's saying they're in the planes of light, hanging out all the time. They're not in the planes of light. They're in their head, or they're using their imagination, or they're messing around with astral kind of level stuff. This is the problem. Everybody says, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And people believe them. And then you start following the system. And then two years later, you're out looking for someone like me still. Okay. So oh, what was the question? That? All right. Scary, right? Um, oh, just uh, we're not going to do anything when we get there. It's, it's No, not this, this is the thing. This is the, let me try to explain it because that's hard. This is, again, human thinking. We're not going to do anything when we get there. Why wouldn't we do anything when we get there? You're doing stuff. When you're there, it awakens you. When you're there, you, you start to come alive. You know, I have some plants out there and the system wasn't watering correctly and I noticed they were starting to die and I had to get some water out there and boom, the next day they're right back to life, okay? It's kind of the same thing. It's, 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 it feeds your soul on a different level. But the point is, is that that other part of you, as long as you can keep this part from from getting in there from when you're there you're in two places at one time in a way okay mm -hmm. this part of you you've left a lot of it here and you're trying to use to the best of your ability your higher consciousness your soul the true you is now experiencing in this other place that is coexisting with okay when you have a thought from here that invades in here you pushed out and it can be the slightest hair trigger okay if you can maintain not thought, if you can maintain all these things, okay, it it's like you you are like a dried, uh, squished up kind of uh, uh, you know they make these little toys that grow when you throw them in the water. The sponges they come and they they fill up. It's like that. You your mind begins to to expand, okay, but it gets shut down almost with everybody because. You start thinking, what the hell's happening to me? And the second you think about what the hell's happening to me, or a panic mode, okay, because you're not sure it's very shuts it all down again. This is why you have to follow the system. This is why you have to use the discipline and the techniques and the breathing. You have to use all this if you're going to hack what is basically the ultimate hack of the universe. And so what we're doing when we're in that in that place to even get there, we're we're in non-thought. Right. Yeah, That's you have to you have to give up everything that you are, everything. You literally have to die without dying. Do you follow me? That's what we would would 
call it that's the most relatable thing. Now you ask yourself, well, how do I do that? Well, it's certainly possible. It's been done. Okay, what one man can do, another can do. If I did it, you can do it. So in essence, that's that's the the final kind of line. And, you know, the plants of light, you know, can be defined in many different ways. It's like trying to explain the earth to someone, you know, like, oh, we got cities, but you don't mention beaches, you don't mention small towns, you don't mention, you know, other kind of structures. So it's like it would take a lifetime to explain everything. But I think the thing that most people find after they're kind of in the plants of light is that there is a, a light. That's why we call it a light. It's just like a, a whiteness. It's not harsh. It's not bright like these. It's just, it's just white. It's bright. But it's self-contained light. Okay? Soft. And within there, there is at, at first what looks like density. Like you can't see through. But as your mind starts to allow that other part to, to really do what it's got to do, remember... It's giving your brain data. Your brain can't process 100% of what's there. It's just not designed to do it the same way you can't breathe water, okay? So you, you have to accept that. If you don't accept that, it's, again, another reason why it doesn't let you in, okay? Once you've accepted that and you're going to get from it what you can, what most people will see is it looks like a ribbon. It looks like a if you if you ever watched um, uh, the Aurora Borealis, that's the best thing I've ever seen to come close, and it's still not correct. Okay, but you know how the lights have that intensity and they weave and you know whatever. It's it's the the color of the light is very different. It's more pastelish. It's like that white. It's a soft illumination that doesn't really hurt your eye. It's very strange. Okay, but I would imagine it could be. Because you're not seeing it through organic eyes. So maybe, maybe for whatever reason, how you're perceiving it, it's just that's the way it is. Um, so you can these these things can expand. There's no such thing as as distance. There's no such thing as size. The very small, the very big can be at any moment, any one of those things instantaneous. It's almost like they all exist together. But if you try to rationalize that, you're out. So it's, it's better just shut the fuck up and, and observe without condition, without judgment, without anything, okay? And what you're doing is, is the more you can allow yourself to do that, the more complicated that other consciousness is becoming. You're learning. You're adapting. You're becoming part of that new environment. And that allows you to frequent it more often. Do you understand? And, and expand even more and more and more. Yeah, Sorry, um, is there like different aspects to the planes of light that you, as a certain consciousness, will gravitate towards to extract certain data? Well, look, the, the, the best way to try to explain this is that, you know, old school thinking says, oh, well, you, we reincarnate, okay? You die, you reincarnate another body. That's great, yeah, if you're in the third grade. Um, it's very simple, very rudimentary. Nobody really thinks it out really well, and it doesn't make logic, and at least to me, okay? And I don't understand it that way. Uh, I believe that we we have peak moments of, of understanding something about reincarnation, but, but the whole part, I believe in a, a collective consciousness, and I believe that any one memory that one person has, you can make into your own. So that's, you know, another class for itself, okay? Having said that, when you go into the planes of light, you have to understand that this is the 
location of defining what becomes of you or what you're going to become or what you're drawn to next. Do you understand? This is why I kind of way call it a hub. It's because you're you're going to likely incarnate again, okay? And it's from that place that 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 process is beginning to happen or 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 you know what direction it's going to move you. And you can, you know, this sounds like very religious, like, oh, you could choose to stay or you could choose to go. No, you don't get to choose to stay. You get your ass thrown out pretty fast, okay? Your consciousness has to meet the environment's um, minimal <laughs> uh, in order to remain. So if you are still harboring a lot of your human kind of thinking, Okay, if you haven't disciplined yourself in your studies here now, okay, then by the time you start to orientate your consciousness in that place, it's already moving you to it's, it's like it's like a pimple in your body. It's nature. It's moving you kind of out to where it needs you to be or where it wants you. And I don't think it's thinking out a diabolical plan like, oh, I'm going to give you this mother and that father or whatever. It's it's probably more random than we think. There's probably an overall feeling of what you're looking for and you you know it's a crapshoot after that you know it makes me think about if uh you have someone who comes out here and you want to hire them for some kind of work you're going to kind of assess them and be like okay well you can fit here we're going to put you here yeah now if they have more education if they're good with certain things you're going to move them up they're more applicable kind of yes yeah well if 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 your body does not accept whatever you put into it it either identifies it as not of your own Okay, or it's it's simply something it wants to reject as identifying it. There's so many truths that are repeated in nature that I find that there are some truths also that are applicable to everything beyond this reality. It's it's very similar but completely different. Got a question from Kimberly um, related to that. Can't you end up rewritten to a degree uh, when you enter the planes and then return? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. The idea is you're going to be more improved. You can't you can't go to the most incredible symphony ever in the history of man and walk in hating music and then leave still hating it. Do you, do you understand? Well, maybe you could, but it changes you. It changes the core of who you are. Yeah. I mean, in, in truth, every single day, you're a different person in a way. You're, you're constantly changing, adapting, moving. You're certainly not the person you were a year ago or five years ago or ten years ago. So when you move into the planes of light, you know, when, listen, when something gets really, until you experience it, as much as you say you believe in it, you don't really believe in it. Do you understand? You, you believe in the shit that you fully firsthand experience that you're impacted by it. Then, then, then it's real. Until then, it's a theory, it's a concept, it's, it's something that you're looking to do. And that's the most you can hope for. So when it happens, you don't panic and get shut out right away. You have a understanding of what's going on, which advances your opportunity to move deeper or experience it in another way. So I know it's a little bit of a stretch, at least uh, talking about the idea of it, but someone did have a question about the white room and if this, this is connected at all. Well, the, the, the white room is um, a CIU upgrade that I've done, and I take people through a very deep hypnosis slash very specialized session with specialized sounds and everything and me kind of invoking certain thoughts in you do to kind of get it precisioned out uh 
I gotta, I gotta be careful how I answer this because I don't want to take away from someone's experience who, who does the upgrade because it's pretty mind-blowing. Um, the white room is bringing you to the planes of light, yes. But it's bringing you to the very edge of the membrane, I would say. Mm -hmm. does, does that make sense? It's like this thin veil between both places, okay? And... I know that I can't immerse somebody into the white room because it, it you just can't you can't fudge that. Do you see what I'm saying? So what I can do is to bring you to this very edge where you're going to blend a sense of uh, matter, meaning you'll see a room, you'll see structure, you'll see some, but you're also going to have interactions, which almost everybody says they do with with which we'll call alien, okay? Aliens in a very positive, friendly way. And you're going to, to see stuff from, from that place that in a way doesn't make sense, but it's very, very unique, very unusual, very advanced, okay? Your mind, if you can surrender even more, could move even deeper through doing that session, okay? But me getting people up to that point is pretty impressive in itself i'm not here to pat myself on the back but it just it just is okay i i can bring you so far through a measure that's so simple okay and very potent um but at a certain point the rest comes down to your skill and application of what you understand that's the truth of it energy is everything okay the more energy you have the more likely you're going to be able to dial in because it's recognizing you as a form of energy rather than an organic structure. So whichever one you have more of. So let me just kind of recap. So you've been talking to us about the planes of light and how just practicing the meditation and really being diligent about it will basically, as a matter of time, get us to that place. Absolutely, no question about it. Now you've also created some CIU upgrades which are, will blow your mind like for those of you who don't know, words. if you've done dreamscapes, it's it's like dreamscape concentrated by a hundred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To actually get the person who's experiencing that upgrade to the to the planes of light, the the very end of the membrane, which would then enter into yeah, what, the what you planes of light are what is beyond that membrane point. Yeah. Okay, so they're right beyond. So you're like at the door to the. You are of literally light. at the door, but you have to understand distance is does not exist so mm -hmm. if you if you're trying to imagine and this is what your mind is doing when i say oh you're in this room or whatever you're imagining that do you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. and you're trying to imagine how far through the room is the planes of light mm -hmm. er, you're out because you had that thought okay this might be because that's a very organic thought yeah this might be along the same lines as thinking as a human but just do these membranes of the planes of light actually exist in this reality or are we well, let's let's make sure we're not misconstruing what I'm trying to say as far as the membrane goes. The membrane, there is no membrane. Okay, I'm saying that to help you guys understand what what it is, so you can navigate it at some point and understand when you see it, you'll be like, "This is what he's talking about." Membrane is like for a chicken egg. It's that little skin pouch at the very top that that's in there. And if you pull it out, it's super thin, yada yada. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is we we call it the veil to reality. We call it this or that. I call it a membrane, call it whatever you want. What he asked me was, is in the CIU the final upgrade when I say it's the white room? Okay. He asked, is that the, the plants of light? And my answer is no. It's literally 
like like backed right up against that wall but that wall goes for infinite okay but what i'm saying is is that in concept of how you perceive yourself what you what you consciously can relate to what you can take in it's it's literally right on your lap waiting for you to move into okay it's, it's the furthest point that you can in general take people it's uh, the ferryman. It's like bringing you to the edge, and the ferryman has to bring you across the thing. You got your coins for the for the you know for the eyes, <laughs> you know whatever. Uh, it's it's like that. It's just that at that point, it's a hundred percent about what you are capable of. You know, it's it's. I don't want to say it's like a moment of judgment because it's going to make a lot of people like kind of once again. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, all right. You know, I, I can't stand people who feel sorry for themselves. Um, it is it is an evaluation of, of where you're at. I once had a student say to me when, you know, what's the difference between Hitler dying, do they get to, to go to this place, or, you know, versus a good person, or versus with them. And I says, it's a brilliant system. It's only one that the universe or God could have thought of. And that is... The most ideal level is what we consider the force. That is like, at least for our imagination from here, it's the ultimate of what you'd want to be. Now, I think of it as a tone to a musical scale, and that's going to be your highest tone, and then your, your lowest tone is physical matter, let's say, okay? So God's tone is very high, physical matter is low, and you right now are operating from a physical matter place. You're made of the material, the consciousness, the workings of it, the society of it, okay? But you, through your meditations and practice, you're aware there's something more. So you're constantly getting closer. This is that sensory, that awareness, that vibe feeling. That means you're getting closer and closer and closer to, to the sink. So... I don't know, you know, uh, once I had a really bad coffee, it had like five layers in it. It was made with chicory and all this other shit. And if you look at it, it looks like different levels of tan and orange and yellow before it gets kind of white and clear at the top, okay? But you literally can see it naturally creates a defined level, okay? Now, if the top layer of that, that which is the water, seems not to be holding any of the, the materials, okay? If that was to be the top frequency or God's frequency and the lowest frequency, imagine you are like a little piece of of coffee, you know, ground, a little a little piece of flake or something, and you're floating, but the density by which you are will define like a buoyancy level, like for a thermostat for weather or something. It's going to stop at a certain point. Why is it stopping at that certain point? That is the value of your consciousness. And, and what it understands. Remember, everything in the universe is zeros and ones. It's 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 all an organizational kind of energy that that's chaos theory. Okay, so it's going to manage in a in a way that is logical to it. Do you see what I'm saying? That that makes sense. Okay, and that can be processed quickly. All right, so. Everything we do, everything we experience, everything we talk about, all of this stuff, everything we can wrap our mind around, that is consistently adding to changing that frequency that we are. And that defines how far you can go. Hitler would have had a really shitty energy. He would have like been like lead or something. Or gold. Gold's very heavy. Got it? Yeah. Well, uh, so, okay, so, that, I mean, that's what you've talked about before is 
the more you do the practices, the more you surrender. Well, isn't you isn't that the way it's been for hundreds, thousands of years since Shamans? Yeah. These people are just lazy. We're all I'm lazy, you know. I'm lazy. It's why you guys chose me as your guru. <laughs> But I get the job done. I figured out how to work it, so I'm the right guru. We got a question. Yeah. Sure. Uh, would meditation <coughs> with your cube help you get there? Of course. It's like a no-brainer. Yeah. But it's not the only means of getting there. You know. Can you do overdo that too much? Meditating with the cube too much? Yeah, I wouldn't meditate with my cube more than maybe. Once or twice in a week, I think people meditate daily. It's one thing to keep it there. You just want to keep your consciousness off of it unless you're doing something specific with it. You know, let me let me explain something differently. When I think of the cubes, I think one-third me, one-third whoever it's for, and one-third is actually the planes of light pumped into it. So when a person is trying to control it too much, it's going to have the same effect. It's going to withdraw. Do you understand? The reason it's less likely to withdraw than the planes of light is because it's third you, a third of my consciousness kind of programming it. So it's it's wanting to assist. It's wanting to carry. It's, it's understanding your energy. That doesn't mean you, you don't have to do any of the other work. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I guess maybe we could look back. We're almost through our hour. We can, like, look back at some of the deals and how much they make sense to exactly what we're already talking about. Okay. I'm so, not sure if I example, understand that. So, for example, we're talking about the foundation, which is on sale. Yeah, right? they should they should get it. Um, I don't like to push it. I don't want to be all about that here, but it's necessary. I appreciate you bringing it up. But You know, well, I, I'm really curious about the new classes that you're doing that used mm -hmm. to be, you know, Eric Pepin Live, and that's mm -hmm. probably going to go through a new, new brand. Well, this is, this is what I was thinking. You know, one of the things I want to work on with EJP Live, and we never in a million years would have been able to do this had we not been able to make Spotify in this work. Do you see what I'm saying? But... I'm pretty sure I can develop a session that will get you guys at least to the point where you're getting the flashes of light. Mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing. If I can deliver. Okay. But that'll be in EJP Live. Yeah. And that's uh, about a week, yeah. week from now. Well, I don't know if I'll do that specific one, but it'll be within the one or two thereafter. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got one that I kind of want to do a little bit more than that, but I don't want to say anything. But it will be super cool. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, if you aren't already subscribed, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Go ahead and subscribe. If you enjoyed it, hit like. Um, and, you know, we're always working to make, do a better job at this. So um, we're, we're just eager to see where things are going. So I just wanted to, to share something. You know, I, I do classes here from my home and have people come out here for four or five days at a time. Uh, but it's interesting because something... You know, this is one of the hazards of uh, of doing this kind of stuff from my home. Uh, I have these large windows that go down the hallway, very at least eight feet tall by maybe two feet wide. Okay, um, and they're super heavy, super super heavy glass windows in the frame. And I am convinced at this point, I've had a glass guy come out, look at it. I've talked to people. No one has ever seen anything like it. And what's happened is, is that, and you guys can go down the stairs and see it, is it the glass has literally moved inside of the case about an inch over, probably more than that. So now I have this gap that goes to the outside all on the length of the window. 
And the glass guy who's been doing this forever is looking at it. And I'm like, well, what do you think? He says, I don't know what to think. He says, I've never seen anything like this in my life. He says, it's impossible. He says how it's set up and whatever. And he broke it all down and everything. So now I'm worried. Okay. Because I know what session I did. Okay. That had that weird kind of frequency energy going on. And I know it, it must have moved it. There's no other, I mean, I'm sure there could be other explanations. I would say come up with three, but uh, that's one of the perils. But good shit if you come out here for a visit, trust me. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com.